0: Welcome to Exploration, the podcast where we won't sell weapons to Iran to fund a rebel group in Nicaragua. I'm John Williams.
1: And I'm Ben Robinson, and after four years of this, I'm kind of sick of coming up with a clever intro, but I'm going to keep doing it anyway. Also, we're talking Contra.
0: Hey, Ben, how you doing?
1: I'm doing well. Happy anniversary, John. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Happy anniversary to you, too. This is our fourth year on the, uh, the proverbial air, um, whatever, whatever that's considered now with podcasts. We are on the, the, the web,
1: the cloud. Yeah, yeah, I think the cloud that's the new buzz thing, right? We'll probably be on the metaverse at some point.
0: Yeah, I mean it it probably is actually something else and we just made ourselves sound really old by using the cloud as a current thing. They're like that was like 12 years ago.
1: Yeah, I mean we're also getting old in real life. So uh we we're going to be out of touch with the cool things, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, man, it's weird. I spent the entire last year just feeling like I was 40. Like I I just I was like you're you're 40. You may as well fucking face it and i am turning 40 tomorrow as of this recording
1: as of when this airs you will be oh yeah
0: i will have been 40 for one day and uh um so a little business up top of course we are geek exploration the podcast uh the podcast where two middle-aged dudes talk about geeky things they love you know it's a it's a rarity it's special
1: you can't find this kind of content anywhere else
0: nope And we've been doing it for four years, so there's lots for you to go listen to. And when you're done, you can uh, get in contact with us and let us know what you think at uh, email at geeksplorationpodcast.com. You can interact with us on Facebook, Geeksploration the Podcast page, Instagram, Geeksploration Podcast, and Twitter at Pod. And you can also call us up at 916-ORCTURD. That is 916-ORCTURD. Again, let us know what you think or suggest a topic or just talk to us about anything. I'll, I'll give you my opinion on the best power wheels you can buy for your child. I'll do a little
1: research if you, if you just go ahead and call in. It's Bigfoot. I don't know if you can get that anymore, but yeah. that's, that, that's what it is. Yeah. I don't know what else they got, but that Bigfoot power wheel was the shit.
0: Oh, so there was a Bigfoot? Was, oh, there, yeah. ever, was there ever a Gravedigger? That's the only one I remember like, by name. pretty
1: cool. I like, I like Gravedigger more than Bigfoot generally, but I've never... I, I bet there is. It's weird you have an opinion on this. Well, I had a Bigfoot power wheel as a boy. Oh, no shit. Yeah, and it was fantastic. Fuck.
0: I was just looking at a, uh, at a power wheel in Costco the other day, and I was like, man, my kid had a shitty childhood like, like I did, because when she was small enough to go on power wheels, I never bought one. Even though they're much cheaper now
1: than, than they were when we were kids. I have no idea. My, my son had one. Oh, really? Yeah. There's a little screw uh, underneath the, the, the like, a Gas pedal that you can remove that where it, it makes it go twice as fast. It's the fun screw. Yeah, awesome. <laughs>
0: so speaking of uh, uh, voicemails, did we get any Ben? I know we put out the call. Uh, uh, yeah, we did. All right, anniversary voicemails. Look like the headphones are going back on. Oh, and you know what? Another thing you can let us know, uh, dear listeners, is how we sound because we um we made a little change on our booth. Oh, yeah, we yeah. took our tops off. Yeah, we took the tops off. There's, uh, there's no guard between us anymore, um, so... Yeah, this was probably going to be a little bit more
1: bleed over and probably a little bit of echo, but... Uh, it might sound great. Yeah, it's much more pleasant to be here. Like, we can stand up in these things, and there's, like, sunlight. It's uh, Yeah, it's not a cave. Yeah, like, I was doing some work in here the other day, and I, like, was, you know, doing some stuff, and I looked up, and I was like, oh, a real ceiling and lights. This is nice. <laughs> yeah. All right, but yeah, we do got some voicemails. We have one voicemail that came out pre, or that we got pre, um,
2: begging us for it. Co-
1: yeah, yeah, pre us begging for interaction. Never mind, <laughs> I've been begging for it as long as we've we've had this. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but since we fucked off and didn't do a debrief last week, like uh, like good boys, we didn't get to play it. So I'm gonna kick off with that one. Okay, and then uh, we'll move through the other ones. Let's do it. Hey Ben. Hey John. This is Eric from Houston. I was playing catch-up on all the back episodes that I'd missed because I've been busy at
0: work and offshore for a while. And I heard y'all mention me on the, the
3: August night show, and I felt like a heel. Sorry, I've been out of voice so long, and I'm catching up. But hey, I always listen to you guys. I just couldn't call in from offshore. Anyway, uh, we'll catch up on the next one.
0: I hope you guys are doing great, and as always, thanks for entertaining. Oh, and, and you know what? If if there was just a little, you know, for four years at the end, uh, insert <laughs> it, it, it would have been perfect. It would
1: have been perfect. Yeah. yeah, yeah, We gave Eric a little bit of shit because we hadn't heard from him in a while. Uh, turns out he was working probably on an oil rig or something. Uh, that's uh, that, that's a good excuse. <laughs>
0: Onshore, offshore, <laughs> fuck that. No way. You find a way. They got an emergency carrier phone, pigeon. Right? Yeah, there's got to be a red bat phone somewhere. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thank you so much, Eric. I appreciate it. You know, it's it's. It's kind of funny. It's like one of those things like, uh, you know, when someone's giving you shit and they're like, you know, and somebody who knows them better is just like, they, they only give the people they love shit. You know, like it, that's a good sign that he's teasing you. And it's like, clog, damn it. Why can't somebody that likes me just be nice to me? So
2: Where's sorry, Eric. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're only
0: giving you <laughs> shit because, because we loved you and missed you. So thank you so much for calling in. All right. And now,
1: now we got some birthday wishes. Oh, boy.
3: Hey, John and Ben, this is Ginger, the lady of Grand Rapidian's Play Video Games. Congrats on four fucking years, y'all. That's amazing. And I hope for more geeky-ass years to come. I'll make this short. Love you guys. Have a good one. And once again, congrats on four years. It's badass. Uh, Thanks, Thank you,
0: Ginger. Love you, too. That, uh, yeah, of course, was Ginger from the uh, Grand Rapidians Play Video Games podcast. Old, you know, friends of the show from, from the beginning. Yeah. I think the first guest spot we did was on their show, I believe. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Yeah, my,
1: yeah I think you might be right.
0: Yeah, I was so fucking nervous. And you were more familiar with the show at the time because um, they, they had met you uh, through Twitter. I think that, yes. that's how we got yeah, in touch yeah. with them, right? So I, I, I didn't know them at all. And like, I so I, I started listening to, to some shows to get myself up to
1: speed. And like, I was so out of it. I love it when people go on their show and, and they're not familiar with the show and they start talking about like bathrooms and video games and piss jugs. And they're like, and you, you could tell the person just like, Oh, what have I gotten myself into? I somehow <laughs> in, in the episodes I
0: had listened to, I did not get the significance of piss <laughs> jugs. And, and I could tell that you did. So I was like, all right, I'm here. I, I got myself some beers and I, uh, I picked a video game that I like, uh,
1: yeah, it was uh it was nerve wracking. Oh yeah, that's when you uh I got this the sticker right here from the Moonraker. That was yep. when you brought that over. Yeah. Yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, that was that was a tasty
1: beverage. So thank you again, Ginger. Oh, yeah, yeah, and we play uh like I play games with them every Friday and uh yeah, you, we started up the Space Kings game.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> duh, yeah. Space Kings uh by, by Kevin, uh Kevin Cole. We actually had a blast. They had played one session before, so we had to join in. I feel like it worked well and I mean just like with the first time we went on Grand Rapidians, I think when I, when I play D&D, I'm afraid to be more open and improvisational and to like, you know, buy in whole hog to the thing. But I feel like I felt more comfortable with this game last night. And I don't know if it was because I have a better idea of the character I'm playing or if the group
1: just was having fun and I, and I, and I felt, you know, the, the mood from it. It's a very yes and kind of thing. So, like, you, you, it's hard to do the wrong thing. You yeah. Know? So, like...
0: Unless you freeze up when you're talking to uh, to Dio on there.
1: <laughs> that, that, that worked in character.
0: Yeah, I feel like I spun it pretty well. But, uh, yeah, I was lost a couple times. Practice makes perfect.
1: Yeah. All right, well, we got two more. Here's the next one. Let's do it.
4: I was calling to actually file a verbal formal complaint because I thought this was 916 orca turd. Orca as in the killer whale. I have realized that it's my mistake, um, and this is actually orc turd, 916 orc turd. I was upset. I was like, what did the orcas do to deserve such uh, blasphemy? Speaking about their turds, it's disrespectful. They're on the endangered species. But this is orc turd. And, you know, now that I think about it, orca turd is just one too many digits for a phone number. Anyway, orc turd. orc turd is actually kind of is hilarious. Not only is it a... I'm actually all for turd now because orcs are imaginary. They're not real, and then and then you think about their scat. You're thinking about their scat, the fact that they have an this imaginary creature and their imaginary intestines having some sort of like imaginary nutrients, and this is their imaginary way. That's funny. Orc turd is funny. Orc turd is funny. actually now that I think about orca turds more. I've never actually seen an orca or any whale for that matter, even even have turds. I wonder if they're like goldfish with like long strings of like log sized I'm actually i gonna. I think I have some Googling to do anyway. I'm going to get to my Googling and look up orca turds. Cause now I'm really, I'm going to, for that matter, I'm going to look up orc turds. I want to see what that looks like. Uh, happy
0: four years. Um, yeah, I'm going to get to my Googling. Happy four years. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if, if it was Orca TRD,
1: it, it, it could fit. Oh, yeah, yeah, like a license plate. You know, yeah. you kind of make it work.
0: Yeah, but, but I, I guess you couldn't accidentally uh, dial this number then at the same time. I mean, just saying, maybe this guy needs to hit an, hit an open mic night. You know, like the, yeah. this, I, I feel like he's got his routine down. It didn't give us his name. Oh, so it, was this the mystery caller? Yeah. Oh, wild. I didn't recognize the voice, I'm, but I'm, I'm, I feel confident saying it was not Joey, even though I always forget, yeah. forget the sound of Joey's voice at first. It's so weird. <laughs>
1: Do whale turds float? Like I don't know anything about whale turds either. I think we've been might I think get educated. We need to do here. some googling too. Next episode, whale turds. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I'm going to be here for that one. Let's see if we
0: can find an expert to come on the show with you.
1: Oh, well, and we've been telling everyone to call in and tell us whatever they want. And no, uh, that was fantastic. Perfect.
0: Yeah, mystery caller. Thank you so much, and thank you for congratulating us on on the on the four year anniversary. Appreciate right. it. I hope you found out everything
1: you need to about sea mammal excretions yeah. give us a follow-up hell yeah you know the number all right final call hey guys it's
3: uh flu um sorry louis you guys uh probably know me by that name by now uh anywho uh yeah i just want to say congrats on the show congrats on the comic and everything I and mean, um yeah obviously I'm, i am a fan <laughs> finally uh got around to leaving a voicemail and just wanted to say yeah um mm-hmm. i can't believe it's been four years for you guys i yeah. i've not been following you guys for a few years now and come a long way since like the uh me just randomly stumbling on you guys or mm-hmm. at least stumbling on john's booth at a convention a few years ago yes, and just can. getting my um uh, my uh judge dreads obesity mm-hmm. but um yeah, I mean I really enjoyed it. i um, from there. I, mean, I followed your podcast and um, definitely following your comic. A lot of the first two issues already, and um, looking forward to seeing how it unfolds. And definitely, yeah, your your show has definitely become a routine thing. Just wish it had more episodes, but <laughs> you know you can't <laughs> rush them. And yeah, I mean it's. I'm not normally one of these caller guys, but yeah. Anyway, congrats. Um. No, well, looking forward to seeing more of your show and more of your comics, and um, yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. You guys are doing a good job. Uh, yeah, see, talk to you guys on Discord or something. Uh, yeah. See you guys later. I'm Ben and John. Later.
1: I, I I don't know, Luis, You're a natural. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> Thank you very much for calling. I mean,
0: yeah, that's that's Louise. Um, yeah, we we met. I mean, in fact, I'm, I can't remember if I if I if I'd actually talked about it on the show before, but yeah it was the one time i I tabled at Sac anime and he came up and got a judge dread little beefy commission. I took a picture of that one because I still want to make like a regular yeah. one out of it. Um, that was a character that lent itself to to that very well and yeah, he's gotten a few commissions from me over over the years, and he was. Briefly spotted in *Space Oddities* number one, he was in number two as well, and he got his lady friend into into number two. So he has been a a big supporter of our endeavors, and we super super appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thanks, Louis. And he's and he's one of the people that's active on the Discord too. Yeah, so like, super like, nice guy. Yeah, he's a, he's a rad dude.
0: If if he lived in town, I'm sure we would hang out. Hell yeah.
1: That's all the calls. Uh, I mean, we did it. Four years. Uh, turn the lights off. Let's go home.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd, <laughs> I'd, 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 I'd like to give a special shout out to, uh, to my fiance, uh, Angelina, who said she was going to call in and totally biffed it.
1: Well, your guys are getting married now. That means she gets to lose interest in everything you do. It's been four years and my wife still hasn't listened to a single episode.
0: That's true. but She did <laughs> back pretty heavy on our last uh, oh, Kickstarter did, campaign. Yeah. So... That's the kind of support I appreciate. Yeah, monetary (laughs) support. I don't give a shit if she
2: listens.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no, this has been, I mean, to reflect on it for a second, this has been uh, a lot of fun over the last four years. um, Having an excuse to watch movies and play games. Like, I played Contra for like three hours today uh, for research with my son. It was fantastic.
0: Yeah, I played some, some of the original Contra myself. And watch some videos on Contra to get a little bit of the background, you know, refresh my memory because... Mr. Prepared over here. Well, I mean, this franchise has been going for all of our lives that we've been living with reason. You know, yeah. Like it, it came out in 1988.
1: Well, 88 was the Nintendo one, right?
0: Yes. 87 yeah, uh, was, was the arcade. Yeah, so yeah,
1: the arcade came out right before that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I personally didn't play the arcade uh, before...
1: Contemporaneously?
0: Yeah, yeah, Exactly. So, I mean, as long as I can remember things. Like, I don't really remember much before 88. Like, Contra's just always been there. I don't remember a lot before 98, but that's just my weak brain. (laughs) I mean, what can I say about Contra? Like, I could say that, that, you know, one of the great understatements in my life would be to say that I love Contra. Or that Contra is important to me. Because Contra is kind of tops. Yeah. For such a... Short game, it it has the most. It packs the most wallop. It's like run and gun in its purest form. It's like simple side-scrolling Red Falcon blasting
1: good ass times. I mean, I think it kind of defined the run and gun. Yes, Like, like there was definitely a few here and there before that that did similar stuff, but it it was the the game that kind of cemented the genre. Yeah, right up top, like it did it the best too. Like there, there are lots of other games, including other
0: contra games that have the same mechanics and the same ideas. But, you know, as far as like, uh, like response time and like uh, hit detection and ev- like it does everything so perfectly that, that it's hard to find something new, even if it's like a super contra where it like it's designed the same, it feels the same, but I don't want to play it as much or super C sorry. We can't, we can't call it contra.
1: Yeah. They were kind of on and off with the actual name contra for a while.
0: Yeah. Contra is one of those it's like the the most like consistently in rotation games throughout my entire life. And, and and it could be something as simple as like popping it in and playing for 20 minutes just to beat the game or playing one level or you know playing through with my kid and letting her steal lives, you know because of course you've then, got, I've 30 got 30
1: of them. them. Yeah. Have you ever beat this game without cheating? I have not. No,
0: I full I, I have really Wanted to, I've always wanted to, I've just never taken like the, you know, I imagine I could, I could take four hours and do it. I bet I could, I bet I could practice enough in four hours. I mean, or not even practice enough, but just get lucky enough. Cause I know I've got the skill to do it. I just need to be able to execute.
1: I can fairly consistently get to the energy zone. The energy zone is usually the one that fucking does me in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think I get to, um, what is it? The snowfield level or snow, whatever. Yeah, might be snowfield. Um, I can get there without losing a life, and then it's it's there where I'll start losing a life, maybe.
1: Yeah, I got all those fucking grenades flying over trees exactly randomly,
0: and all those dudes with that that are at like the the stand up machine guns that just yeah. pop up out of nowhere, and they're all already just blasting super fast at you. Um, but I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. Fucking love this series, right? It's just one of
1: those. Games that you can put on anytime and play. And, and honestly, like, I was going through some of the back catalog, and I haven't played them all. But most of them are pretty good. Yeah. L- like, as far as games that have kind of spanned decades and had a lot of different remakes and reimaginings, Contra holds, holds up pretty well in the end. Yeah, I think out
0: of the 14 games in the series, there may be, like, three that are unplayable.
1: Yeah. That, yeah. That's, they're stinkers. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. And it's usually when they deviate from the formula. Yeah. Because then it doesn't, you know, it doesn't feel like Contra anymore. hmm And so why is it Contra? You know, just make it some, you know, if you make it feel like something else, because other than having red and blue pants and people running up and exploding when you shoot them and uh, some aliens somewhere? Yeah, a color and, a, and an
0: animal, whether it's Red Falcon or Black Falcon or Black Viper. Yeah. Or, you know.
1: and, and I guess shooting blimps for power-ups. Those are like the thematic things yeah. that make it Contra. So without, without the the mechanics that you expect out of a Contra game, just having a couple of those things left over feels like something else. And maybe that something else could still be good. But it ain't Contra.
0: Yeah, and of course, you know this is this is the franchise that gave us what we've spoken about so often, in either in our video game series or that uh, mini episode we did on cheat codes. The, I mean, granted, Gradius gave us yeah. the Konami code. Yeah, it wasn't the first one. Like I've said before, like it, it, I didn't even know it as the Konami code for years. It was the Contra code. Absolutely. So you're up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, and I realized. I just knew the code as select start because I was always playing yeah, at two a friend's house. Yeah.
1: But you don't have to press select that no. one's optional.
0: Yeah. And this was like the, the series that really popularized and brought it brought into your home, like the two player co-op, like person sh- or like run and gun shooter. Cause you had like ship games where you could fly at the same time and shoot things. But like, this was purely interactive, cooperative, um, running and gunning with a friend.
1: And like I said, you could steal lives. So if you were playing with someone who really stinks, you know, that you could get to the boss and be like, I need, you know, need a hand. And uh, allow them to steal life. Or if they're jerks, they just take them. Yeah. Well, yeah. What are you talking about?
0: If they stink, I'm not asking for their help. I'll be like, okay, fine. You can. <laughs> I'm at the boss and it's about to be beaten. So you can steal a life now because nothing's worse than letting somebody steal a life and then they fucking die immediately. immediately. Yep. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> I mean, it's what an asshole I am to be thinking like that. Cause like, I've been playing with my kid over the last couple of years. Like when I would be down with surgery, we'd have like a, a computer screen um, laying on the ground. So, you know, so when I'm laying on my stomach, I can lean forward and we can play Contra. And that like, that's our favorite game to play together. Like we, we love it. We were playing it together
1: earlier. It's super fun with 30 lives. Yeah. Like it doesn't become frustrating at all. Cause even with moderate skill, you can beat that game with 30 lives. Yeah.
0: and, if nothing else, I mean, when you, when you hit a continue on, like, whatever, level six or something, you're not going to use, you know, another 30 lives on the last couple levels. Yeah. Then again, those claws are pretty vicious, but that's just for first timers. I know what I'm getting myself into with those.
1: So, John, when was the first time you encountered Contra? I was thinking about this, and it was tough,
0: Um, but I I think I settled on something that was not very exciting. Hey, four years in, what do you expect, (laughs) listeners? (laughs) Our
1: lives haven't gotten any more exciting.
0: Yeah, Um, I, I think I discovered it on the same day. That I first was introduced to Mike Tyson's Punch Out as well. That's a good day. Yeah, um, hard day. I, I was. <laughs> yeah, <no laughs> you get your ass whooped a lot. <laughs> I was. Um, I was in the living room of my my cousin's house or my uncle's place up in Placerville, and I just remember starting that game with with my cousins and like dropping in and almost immediately dying, like just having no idea what to do with this game because if anything at the time. I was well-versed in Mario, maybe Duck Hunt, maybe Marble Madness, or Kid
1: Icarus. Yeah, don't try jumping on the heads of these guys.
0: Yeah, like it. it was, and, and the, the mechanics of the jumping in this are way different than other games. You can change directions in, in the air. It was difficult, and we were definitely not using the, uh, the Konami code back then, because I only had three lives, and it was frustrating, and I remember not really enjoying it. And then coming into it later on, I don't even remember where anymore. I don't remember because I I think it was at a friend's house. I don't think I owned it yet at this point. I could have, though. But I remember once the Konami code came into play, all of a sudden the game was awesome. Except back then it was really difficult to time that out right, which is really strange to me because I can do it every
1: single time. And like I don't understand how I had so much trouble with it when I was younger. Because you hadn't done it 400 times yet. Yeah probably yeah how old were you when, this, when when this occurred i mean it had to have been fairly fresh because based on
0: yeah on the time when i would have been going over there like i probably was like six or seven years old yeah yeah and your, your
1: motor skills aren't as good until until you get into your teens and i sucked you really a punch start- out too yeah i believe i believe it i mean that was kind of the going strategy for game development with a lot of nes games was it it didn't have to be long it just had to be fucking hard
0: Yeah, yeah and
1: uh i mean you can beat contra in what 10 minutes yeah probably 10 12 minutes yeah without without much difficulty if you've got the lives for it uh but to get to be able to beat contra in 10 minutes on the allotted number of lives Oh, I mean, at least for me, it takes a lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I still have yeah, that. Yeah, it takes a, <laughs> a, at least uh thirty years or so. Because yeah, I've probably been counting. I've probably played fifty hours of Contra in my life. Maybe maybe more. Oh, that's so hard to say. Yeah, because it's so it's sporadic and spread out. You know, yeah, it's and, two and hours I, here and an hour I don't there generally put more here.
0: more than like, yeah, more than a half hour
1: in at a time. Yeah, not anymore, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh but and it's still fun to go back to. Mm-hmm. So you know, like it doesn't. The game doesn't need to be eighty hour long with all this story and stuff. I mean, there's no story. I mean, there's a little blurb you get at the end about defeating the vile Red Falcon. That was for beating the game. That's the first time I heard about Red Falcon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and how vile they were.
0: Yeah, apparently um, in the Japanese version, I believe there was uh, there was a an intro scene where it showed like a meteor crash in like near New Zealand and. That was like the vile Red Falcon. And then there's also been some like retroactive history where like Red Falcon was a terrorist group and then some aliens took them over.
1: Yeah. Cause it definitely goes from fighting soldiers to fighting aliens yeah. about halfway through the game. Yeah. Um, what was your first impression? Oh, so <laughs> my first impression was when I bought super C. Oh I no shit! I hadn't, I hadn't up until that point played the original Contra. Uh, and Super C had a cool-looking cover, and it said Super. That means it's going to be good, right? Yeah. Super C. It's not normal C. Yeah, so uh, Super C was technically the first Contra game I ever played. Uh, and I played the shit out of it and uh, died a lot. I also was not good at it to start. Uh, yeah. Which I think is, the, I mean, imagine, well, I don't have to imagine it, I did it. But like you go into a, a Contra-style game without having to played a game like that before. And then expecting you to get through a level in three lives is, uh, that's, a, that's a tall bar. I and mean, Super C wasn't any different. I mean, Super C is, I mean, mechanically, I don't, there's not really much that's changed at all. The graphics are very slightly updated. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then you've got like the overhead levels as opposed to the uh, the 3D levels.
1: Yeah, Yeah, well, yeah. You're not running down the hallway. You're doing like a um what was it like commando wasn't that commando
2: that game yeah do like or? ikari warriors yeah, and, yeah yeah
1: or it's more like that uh but yeah no i, I picked that game up when i had my nes uh, and uh oh i fucking loved it played the shit out of it the comic code uh i believe it worked on that i also had a game genie so like i could do i could i remember playing that game and having like moon jumps on where you could jump like super high and I want to go to there. Yeah, It was fun. <laughs> like the game genie I mean, game genie in general was super fun. We talked about it on the yeah. codes episode, but it, like being Jeez. able to, to tweak all those things. Was there like start with spread? Be like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Oh
0: man. I tell you, like for years for me, it was all about the machine gun. I, I loved that. just, yeah. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. We played a lot of Contra together and it was always just like, give me that machine gun. I just want a line of bullets that I can point in any direction I don't need that fucking spread.
1: And I was happy to oblige because I was like, all right, you can have the machine gun. I'll take the spread and we'll fuck off all the lasers in the fire. Yeah. Yeah. And it worked really
0: well. And it wasn't until more recent years where I started playing with the, uh, the spread and the, um, whatever the R is, if rapid. it's rapid, is it rapid, I know, it was it rapid was, or rapid or what I always or, called it when I was a yeah. kid at least because it and, made
1: things faster
0: and man. Like, you just fucking wreck shop. Absolutely. You're it's, a fucking
1: killing machine.
0: Yeah, it's, it's monstrous. Like, if I, if I can get one of those and not get hit by, a, by a, just some random stray bullet, like, that's how I waste the first five levels.
1: So I'm going to have to fight you for the spread now when we play.
0: No, I can. if, if we're playing, I'll, I'll still go Machine <laughs> Gun. I'm, I'm fine with that.
1: Machine Gun was always one of those ones where it was like, like, it's cool because it's, it's like the better version of the gun you start with. Because you start with the little, you know, semi-automatic. Yeah bullet shooter i guess uh and uh you can like you can hold the button i can't remember. in the original contract can you hold the button down and it refires yeah you got to press it every time right yep. until you get the machine gun
2: yes.
0: and you can just hold it down and even the uh the rapid like you can you can shoot it more times but you still have to press the button every time
1: yeah i, I wouldn't be surprised if that was due to sprite limits we're like we can't do a continuous stream
0: i don't know if they if they can do the spread the way they do it that's true and there's some freaking and the machine gun. You know, it wouldn't surprise me though if the
1: spread is a single sprite. Interesting. They could make it move outward like that. Yeah, because anything that comes in contact with, I, like, I don't think the, like, I don't think you can dodge between the bullets on the spread. Wonder. Wow. So I wouldn't be surprised if that was a single entity. Hmm. As opposed to calculating them, or no? Do, when they hit things, do they? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because the se-
0: like you can hit two separate things, but then again, if it's all in range, it
1: may just. Well, oh, I've never thought about it before. Right now. So, huh. I'll have to play Contra next time and keep an eye out for it.
0: Yeah, if you have an answer for that, uh, call us at 916 orcturd. That's 916 orcturd and let us know. Not orca turd. No, not the turd of an orca. Uh, yeah, so I, I. I don't know. We've talked about all the weapons that are useful because what? then you got the fucking laser. Get the fuck out of town, laser. Nobody likes you. Nobody wants to invite you to a party. Nobody likes that. You're, you're leaving and, and you just happen to like drop out of a tree and you're like, Hey guys, mind if I tag along? Like get the fuck out of here. You're not welcome. Fucking creep.
1: I always just thought the L stood for loser. Cause that's who picks that thing up. <laughs> 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 I'm sure it's somebody's favorite gun. Somebody we don't invite to parties. Yeah, exactly. Like
0: there, there's somebody has got a favorite everything. You know what Hitler's favorite thing was? I'm not going to say it, but it's not okay. Just because it's someone's favorite. It was probably the laser. <laughs> well, no, I, well, I wasn't talking about Contra shit. Um, and then we've got the, uh, the fire, which in the first Contra game is just some weird fucking like swirly do
1: fireballs. And it's big. Yeah. Like, the, the spread is big enough. Like I remember like hitting shit with fire and uh, like missing things occasionally because it would like go over the guy's head. Mm-hmm. And you're like, son of a bitch. Like I've got this giant spread on this thing. It was, Fester's Quest had a lot of guns. So it was very similar to that. Yeah. And I fucking hated them because people would run up and like, you'd start shooting around them or you'd have to like get to one side to shoot them. And, uh, it's just a bad idea. Like no one, a, no, no one would want a gun like that. It's a, that's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. There's thing. one time in the first game where the fire was useful to me and that was, um, it's on the claw level. You're like standing on a platform. There's one platform higher than you and you need to hit something up there but oh, it's a guy shooting at you. So you can't jump to shoot him because he's shooting shoot like you. three yeah. bullets and the and the fire is just high enough to hit his foot and kill him.
1: There's a couple of spots too where you can like crouch down and it'll hit the thing above you that you wouldn't yeah. have been able to hit if you were crouched down otherwise. But uh, those few bits of utility aren't worth keeping that thing around. There's nothing worse than like cruising through the game, slaughtering shit with your spread and you accidentally shoot one of those blimps and you know the laser or the fire falls into you and... Now your spread is gone.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's that moment in the in the first level of the uh, the Nintendo game where there are two of the item things that come through, and one of them is is a rapid and one of them's a laser. And at that point I have the spread. And I'm like, son of a bitch, like don't let me accidentally run into that laser, because they're flying fast and like wobbly.
1: The laser is if I recall it's the top one. And like when it like it's the the, the bl- blimp kind of goes out of screen occasionally. See, I think it's the lower one.
0: Uh, see that's why it's so
1: dangerous. Yeah, yeah, it's one of them and uh and yeah, and you can accidentally shoot the upper one and not even yeah, not even know it's fall about to fall on your head and uh change Oh yeah, cuz yeah,
0: when it explodes it goes above the screen. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This started in uh in
0: I mean it was developed in uh 1987 and released for the arcade by uh oh shit, I already forgot his name. Koji Hiti he- he-
1: Hitia, uh, oh fuck!
0: I told myself to remember it because I was driving when I heard the name.
1: I and, uh, don't know it, so well, I can't help you out.
0: Old Koji, at, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's a good
1: friend of the show. Koji. Yeah, yeah.
0: He, um, he, he loved games like, uh, like Ikari Warrior and, uh, and Commando, and he wanted to do, he wanted to take that action that was, you know, top down, but put it on the side, you know. And then they, Konami had also done Russian Attack at that point, like okay, rush, yeah in attack like like in and out not the uh the not the russians yeah not the european or sorry asian
1: company eurasian they're both moscow is in europe
0: okay all right good yeah because somebody uh somebody was like trying to fight me about it i don't know a year ago or so where they're just like it's asia and i was like wait what like i i thought the the line was in russia what are you talking about but i think like land land wise it's probably mostly asia though right
1: population wise though it's mostly europe Because there's not a lot of people in Siberia. Man, there is a lot of factors. Like, if you meet a Russian, they're probably from the European side. Oh, okay. All right, well then fuck that jerk. Yeah.
0: But yeah, he wanted to make a run-and-gun game. And...
1: And he did. Yeah, so he did.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, with the arcade, like, I had no exposure to to this as a kid. Like, it wasn't until well later on like either in my teens or my early 20s when you got your arcade game the mineshaft that we've talked about the arcade we grew up with may have had a machine but i'm not sure i
1: yeah i don't i don't know if i've ever actually played a contra cabinet
0: i've seen one since and i don't remember where exactly it was it oh it may have been at the coin op in downtown Sac.
1: if i saw one i might put a quarter in for nostalgia's purposes but uh the mechanics are slightly different on the arcade game. Like, they feel a little bit different. Yeah. The graphics are better. Like, it looks really good. Yeah. But that, I mean, that game is meant to just devour your fucking quarters.
0: Yeah. And and it's, like, if if you grew up on the Nintendo one, like, it's really slow and sluggish. Yeah. And not very fun. But apparently it was, like, super popular. And, like, it won... A bunch of awards. Uh, It was like the fourth highest selling game in 1987.
1: Really? Yeah. That's surprising with how few cabinets I've seen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like apparently it was huge. I don't know. And it it basically followed the same level structure and music and stuff. Yeah. It was very similar. And I remember in playing it more recently on the, uh, the Contra collection, when you're doing like the 3D levels, you can like choose which way you run. I mean, sometimes there's like a blocked off wall, so you can't go. I mean, I'm sure it makes no difference at all, but it's interesting <laughs> that it that it like gives you gives you a choice. Gives at you the end. illusion of choice. Yeah. I'm not sure what it say, what it's supposed to say in my notes, but I've got a note here that says gastrointestinal a bunch of awards.
2: <laughs> I have no
0: idea I mean, what it auto-corrected from.
1: Like some of those aliens look kind of gastrointestinal. That's <laughs> yeah, true.
0: But yeah, uh, there's, there's a lot of weird buttworm looking aliens yeah, in that is game.
1: there. Is there like the gastroenterologist video game design awards? Contra fucking it. But the
0: like I know we played it, you know, just out of out of curiosity when you had your arcade machine, your multi cade.
2: Oh fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, we, but like,
0: I don't remember beating it. Like I, so I'm, I'm assuming if I ever beat it, I only did it once and it was just to do it.
1: Yeah. I think we beat it. I mean, like all I had to do was press a button to insert more quarters. So yeah, like we beat a lot of arcade games, even ones that were mediocre because, uh, you could. And the thing about arcade games, they they, they go along the same lines of Nintendo games. I mean, that was the game design ethos then was make it hard to eat people's quarters. Mm -hmm. Like it starts out kind of easy so people get hooked on it and they think they're making progress. And then at the end, just fucking ramp it up. And, you know, it's going to cost them 10 bucks to finish this fucking game. And, and so the games didn't have to be very long. Like most, most arcade games, from that era at least, you could beat in less than 15 minutes.
0: See, and that's, that's what's so funny about this, like, like the perspective of that. I heard somebody talking about the Contra 4 for the DS that we'll talk about later and how they were talking about how it was such a big, robust game with like gameplay of up, you know, up to an hour. And I was like, it doesn't sound long at all. But when you're thinking about it like this, like it definitely is.
1: Yeah, imagine if the original Contra took you an hour to get through even when you were fucking killing it.
0: Yeah, that would be, be bonkers.
1: Insane. I don't know if I'd ever would have beaten it. I, like, I don't know if 30 lives would have gotten me through an hour of Contra.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it dep- yeah, it depends on how, how big those levels are. If it's just a bunch of hallways with assholes running out for you to shoot them, but that would be a really boring game. I don't think I would play that game for an
1: hour. <laughs> for real.
0: Um. So let's jump into the bread and butter of this episode. It's of course 1988's Contra for the NES, otherwise known as Probotector. Yeah, Probotector in the uh, in Europe, uh, specifically Germany, because they had strict laws against uh, against person-on-person violence so you had, they had to change it to robots i mean
1: after the holocaust i can understand that
0: yeah i guess they'd be a little sensitive yeah um, i wonder what they did with bionic commando where it? it actually had a hitler face in Yeah, it.
1: They, they probably didn't get wolfenstein did they no no <laughs> well, I mean,
0: and then in other parts of europe it was known as a uh, gryzor
1: really Grisor.:
0: you know? yeah and that one kept a kept a pretty faithful um translation and i kid you not I was I was watching a video where they were talking about all the differences and they're like, and in Japan it was called kontura. And I was like, like uh, is that is that something that somebody speaking, you know, in an, in American English needs to say? Like, isn't it just Contra? Isn't that just pronunciation well, it, at that point? Like it probably, wasn't spelled C-O-N-T-U-R-A.
1: Well, I mean, that's probably the way you say the kanji. Oh, okay. You know, okay, if Godzilla was like like Gojira, Gojira, yeah, 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 because the symbols have sounds to them, and so the symbols they used for contra make those sounds. Okay, so it's not like me just
0: You're putting on a fake. Ba- Japanese, back in the I old days, it, yeah, and finding yeah. a word and making it sound fake Japanese. Yes.
1: So know. the Grizor thing, I've never heard of. Uh, I don't like that name at all.
0: Yeah, it apparently doesn't mean anything. I'm not certain it was ever officially released as Gryzor, but years later, I believe it was like um, like somebody put, I don't know if it was a ROM or what, but somebody, I don't know, it said Ocean on the box art, which is a video game company. So I don't know. There may be a little fishiness in there. I don't think it was like simultaneously released as Gryzor. I think Probotector took over Europe.
1: Yeah, because in Probotector, everybody was robots, uh, which, I mean, even in Contra, all the people explode when you hit them. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you could, even though they look like people, like, you could, you, it would be reasonable to assume they're uh, robot. They're like Foot Clan. Thank you.
0: I was trying to remember what it was that had robot henchmen, yeah. and, I, and I kept going to Power Rangers putties, and I'm like, no, they don't explode. They're not robots.
1: Yeah. So, uh, presumably, it's people killing robots in the whole thing, and, uh, I don't know, maybe that was too close in, in Germany still, so they went to robots killing robots. Yeah.
0: I, I can cuz that's not going to happen until, you know, 5 or 6 years from now.
1: I can only imagine how many video games had to get changed or didn't make it to Germany in that period where you couldn't have human on human violence. Like there's a lot of fucking games.
0: Was Mario a robot stomping on robot uh mushroom? Well, he doesn't he enemies? doesn't kill any
1: people, just mushrooms and
0: turtles, humanoid uh and yeah, I don't know. Double Dragon, it's all robots.
1: Yeah, Double Dragon, exactly. Like yeah, Double Dragon, Ninja Gaiden, lots of fucking games. Have people I wonder how they people. feel
0: about Mega Man because the whole thing is they're, they're robots. They're all robots. But they look like humans. They explode though. Um, I don't know.
1: We need to get the German on this podcast to explain this to us. <laughs> yeah.
2: Hey, German <laughs> listeners out there, give us a call. Let us know.
0: Talk to your grandparents. So in this game, uh, you've got you got Bill and Lance who are the uh, from the Contra Force who are in a oh sorry this takes place in twenty six thirty three.
1: Holy by shit! By the way, that is yeah too far in the future for the way their technology is. Yeah, no
0: shit. Um, so you got Bill and Lance that are part of the Earth Contra Force and they're experts in guerrilla combat and they're gonna take on the vile Red Falcon to to fuck them up. Based on the cover art, I think we can call them uh, Bill Dutch and Lance Rambo.
1: Fighting as Xenomorphs. <laughs> yeah. Taking- xenomorph. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it is, uh, it is very much aping those characters. Oh,
0: yeah. Bill on the cover, like, is directly from the cover of Predator. And surprisingly, I, I found this out in my research, the, uh, the Lance character who's going off to the side is also taken from dutch in predator i saw the frame it's like when he's like looking off to the side it's it's all that's why he's wearing the same vest and everything they just gave
1: him stallone hair yeah
0: he's clearly made out to (laughs) to have stallone hair and the red bandana i mean the red uh head strap what would you even call that headband headband thank you but no it is uh it is lance bean aka scorpion and bill riser aka mad dog those are cool code names
1: yeah I don't know about Lance Bean.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was, I was a bit surprised. Um, but I mean, like, what can you say? Like, from the beginning, you know you're in for something epic. Like, those titles scroll in. Dun, like, dun, well, dun, in dead dun, silence dun, first. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, it's just scrolling. You're like, what the fuck is happening? And then that epic tone and explosion. Like, the, like oh, man. It's a. Uh, and, and then it goes quiet for, for your little title screen. And this it's just waiting on you. Instantly into that. And like, you know, that song is infamously difficult for guitarists to cover.
1: It's fast. Yeah. Your characters, you jump out of a helicopter and just start kicking ass. You're like, you're, you know, you're jumping out of a helicopter into the thick of it. There's dudes running at you. Well, and in this one, they don't even,
0: they don't even waste time with showing a helicopter. You're just there. It's in Super C where you actually see yourself drop from the helicopter. Oh, sure. So well, you'd like drop from the sky. Yeah, you're just like, sky. I'm above trees and I'm here. Yeah. Shoot.
1: <laughs> like you don't repel in. No. You, like, you're like doing the little spinning jump thing. Like uh-huh. You literally jumped out of the helicopter.
0: <laughs> and that music was uh, composed by Kazuki uh, Murakoa. So thank you, Mr. Murakoa or Kazuki, depending on what the naming conventions are there. Because do they do last name first in Japan? I know in Korea they do. Okay,
1: no, I um. I, I'm not sure in Japan.
0: I no disrespect, so. but full name, thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the music in Contra is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Two of my ringtones are Contra. Like, oh I, yeah, I, my Mega Man's my main, but then like my dad's ringtone is the. Oh, it's got to
0: be the the boss. It right? is the first boss or, theme. Oh yeah. wait.
1: Oh yes! Oh, so it is actually
0: a boss theme and not the running through the hallways theme.
1: No, yeah, it's the one where like you fight the little tower building thing, like the first level boss. Does it do the normal boss music for that? No,
2: it's the
0: God, I can't remember what it was. I'll show you because I love that that boss theme from later on, especially when it gets into like the.
1: Yeah, it's called Fortress Guardians. Yeah. Yeah. I was doing a bad job. Okay, well then, yes, it is that one. <laughs> it is the one you were,
0: may have been <laughs> making the noise with your mouth.
1: And then Odin's ringtone is that level one yeah. music. Yeah. You know, the, the contra music. It's great.
0: Even something as simple as... Um like when you beat the boss you know and it always comes back and and the game over with
2: like
1: the I mean it's very 80s action movie yeah themed music like it it fits the theme yeah yeah
0: and, right. and that's what um that's what Koji was inspired by when he was creating Contra altogether was you know the these action movies that he loved like it's it's no shock that it plays like that and that it involves so many of these uh these influences but I love how like right from the start as you drop in there like the game is just telling you like you need to shoot and jump and survive and run to the right yeah and here are some badass weapons to help you do that yeah you know, like it, it's you don't have to waste time with anything. It's like, it's immediately villains are running at you. And if you run into them, it's going to kill you like one hit and you're dead.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There is no health. There's none of that bullshit. You've got like your little Eagle symbols for how many lives you've got. And there's a score. Cause it's old enough of a game where like you, there is a score. Like I never messed with it, but there's, there are high scores. Contra. Well, and,
0: and there is a reason for that too, because as you hit, I think the first one's at 30,000 points, you get extra lives. Yeah. So that, that's why, you know, I can get to the snow level with
1: like 34 lives or 33. I have no idea what the scoring system is other than if I kill people, my score goes up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't think I don't think you get points for
0: jumping. So it's got to be it's got to be based on kills. And
1: I love how,
0: you know, right after they've established the side scrolling, they take you into that that 3D pseudo 3d you know like from behind look for the uh for running through the hallways and shooting guys it's a completely different game mechanic
1: yeah and you got the weird frog jumpy guys that that move in the most ridiculous way you like i who who would move like that yeah like what, do, what are you guys doing what is it supposed to be like if, if that's
0: not a fucking malfunctioning robot i don't know what is
2: <laughs> take it easy
0: germany Maybe they just needed more guys doing that throughout all the levels doing weird hops
2: they're
1: only in those levels yeah like they don't no one moves like that anywhere else in the game
0: yeah that is weird i never i never even thought about that how all of those villains needed to be designed for that level because there's nothing that looks like that in the normal levels either like even like the uh the automatic or automated turret turrets
1: turrets and the weird canisters that roll out at you and kill you
0: yeah and then of course you run into uh like transformer heads at the end of those level up for the for the boss yeah, battles the, the bubble boss yeah yeah the, or i guess there there are two bubble bosses the second one's definitely an autobot yeah, or yeah. a pair of autobot heads a- absolutely i can't remember off the top of my head what the first one looked like anymore even though i was playing it earlier today but he shot the big bubbles
1: isn't the 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 first bubble one like the alien guy with the wobbly arms no that's on oh, the oh, that's, three that's later yeah, yeah he shoots
0: bubbles doesn't he no, he shoots fireballs that look oh, like oh, shrimp.
1: Yeah, that's right. The little yeah, the little. I always crescent,
0: thought they looked like things. shrimp. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, and level three, I love how how like they go side scroller, then they go from behind, and then on level three, they're like you're back to side view, but you're going, you're going vertical up now. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's a it's a really cool mechanic. It could be very frustrating. I, on I two fell player. And
1: died so many fucking times. Yeah, because you can't advance until the person below you comes up, and if they keep going up, you
0: die that's the thing yeah like like you you can advance but you're gonna fuck the person below you like that that's what sucks on the side scrolling levels when somebody's just hanging back and you're going to jump a platform and you can't do it and you fall and die
1: or you can't see the dude that's about to run into you from off screen which is why you should just always be firing abf
0: yep i I was ever
1: not be shooting your gun
0: i was working with my kid to to get her to just stay with me be like no let's just stay together like i'm it'll it'll solve all sorts of problems and she got really like i don't know she got kind of self pity ish with herself like no i don't want to play this level i always ruin everything i'm like i swear i don't like verbally abuse you for for like <laughs> killing me or anything or holding me up i that, that's not something i do i i enjoy playing
1: with her also you can't talk out. like if you want to play the next level you you, you have to play this level. yeah there's not Oh yeah. Around it.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> I guess if they die and you beat it, you could continue. Yeah. From the next level.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If they get but, a game over and I can actually advance, thank goodness there's no friendly fire in that game because that would be a fucking oh, it would shit be show. A
1: fucking nightmare. Yeah. If there was friendly fire later on in the game, there's enough bullets and things flying around to not have to worry about your own.
0: Yeah. Bullets. Yeah. Especially like like I was saying earlier, like with the snow level where all of a sudden you've got things like coming out from over a hill, and then below you've got dudes that are popping out that are just gonna start shooting real fucking fast.
1: Or yeah, or in the fucking the, the level three, you've got like the little dudes that pop out of the waterfall in the scuba gear. Yeah. And shoot up at you. For some reason, I've never had a problem with them.
0: I feel like like my natural timing in the game is such that when they shoot their thing, I'm just not advancing into where they are. It's really weird. I'd oh, they've gotten me
2: plenty of times.
0: <laughs> yeah. That wasn't a brag. Fish-faced <laughs> flux. <laughs> Motherfuckers. I mean, if you got the spread, you can hit them pretty easily. Yeah. Like that's another level where just, if you have spread, you just, you wreck shop. Yeah. Uh, the only thing you have to worry about is not jumping on the fire on that one little spot. And there's like a invincibility thing right before then. Anyway,
1: the only thing spread doesn't help you with is platforming. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, otherwise, as far as killing enemies. It's fucking phenomenal.
0: Yeah. And even in uh, level seven, the, the, uh, the, or no, sorry. Yeah. Level seven, the claw level, like when the, when those spike walls pop up, like if you've got spread, like you just get right through them, you don't have to worry about backtracking and timing things out. Like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, and you know, of course there's that laser level that you love so much.
1: Yeah. Fucking energy zone. <laughs> That's what it is. All, those, yeah, all the laser things popping out of the walls. i that that one's just that is my weak spot. Like if I can get past that, I'm fine again. Yeah, the energy zone just fucks me up because you you get through that one right before you get to the aliens, right? Like the heavy alien shit.
0: No, the the claw level comes after the energy zone.
1: Oh yeah, it's in like I'm pretty yeah, sure like, like yeah, like the factory level. Or yes. It is. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I I I can't remember the 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 names of any of these levels, but but like I, I always just think of like what's the main thing in the level. And it's like oh yeah, there's carts and there's claws, and you have to time it out.
1: Yeah, that one's not that bad, not as bad either. I don't know, for some reason the energy zone just fucking gets me.
0: Yeah, try playing the the claw level with an eight year old.
1: <laughs>
0: it's, it's it sucks for them because like I I've I've spent thirty years you know <laughs> learning how to do this, and yeah, like you said, the last level, the alien level.
1: Yeah, with those face huggers because they are, I mean, like the, the aliens theme is strong with this one. Like mm-hmm. it, it is very H.R. Gigery. All the backgrounds are, are, you know, they look like xenomorphs. Yeah, and you know, you got face huggers running all out at you, and then uh,
0: you got weird wall mouths that shoot oh, yeah, snowballs like at you, open
1: up at you, and spit weird things at you. <laughs> I don't know and, what they are, but I don't want to touch them.
0: Yeah. Again, if you have the spread, you just cruise right through that level. It's no trouble at all, unless you don't know how to jump. And then the final boss is not that hard. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to watch out for, for the xenomorphs that drop from the ceiling. Cause other than that, you can just kill the rest and just stand right there and just blast the heart, which I remember being a kid. That was fucking rad. You're in a cave and there's a giant heart and as you're shooting it, it starts beating faster. And like, I think it blinks also, but like, fuck, like that's, that's some fucking, like it, this whole series has really gnarly, cool imagery.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's metal as fuck.
0: Yeah. Um, and then of course, after you beat that, it's uh, congratulations. You've, uh,
1: d- defeated, defeated the, the vile red Falcon,
0: Falcon and saved the universe. You should consider yourself a
1: hero. I do. As it turns out.
0: Yeah. Anytime I need a little ego boost, <laughs> uh, we do that. Now, one thing that, that was, uh, that's interesting is the Japanese version. Um, in Japan, they had uh, what was called the VRC2 chip that they wouldn't, you know, they were, they were very proprietary back in the day, so they wouldn't let anybody outside of their region you know, use that. But what it did was it, it, uh, it improved their, their computing power, processing power.
1: On the NES or is yes. it in the
0: cartridge? Or no, it's in the cartridge, and um, and the backgrounds are like more detailed, and like the trees wave and shit. And in the snowfield level, there's like an actual snowstorm happening. Oh,
1: you know, I think I've seen that before. Yeah, I, I think I've played the uh, the Japanese version of the ROM. Oh, I don't think it emulates some of that. I, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that.
0: And in the alien level, like, you know, where there's, where it just looks like bricks made of aliens. It's like
1: pulses, right? Yeah.
0: They're all writhing. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking gross. I saw some of that on video. That's fucking cool. Yeah. I've already said it all. Like that game does it for me. It, it's perfect. It's short. It's sweet. It doesn't have a, a super high difficulty curve.
1: No, it is exactly what it is. Yeah. And like, there's no pretense. It's just a, a tight platforming shooter and it fucking works. And, and I mean, and they carried that theme through for you know, m- most of the next few games.
0: Yeah. You want to talk about some of them? So yeah, I guess, um, a year later or actually two years later, 1990, we got super C. Yeah. Which was not for the super NES. Even no. like, though they,
1: they, they jumped the boat on naming some stuff, super things.
0: Yeah. Well, and, you know, when they made the arcade game first, it was called super Contra which totally makes sense. But when they went to put out the uh, the cartridge release or the home release, they didn't want to have the problem that they had with Contra, you know, with, with other territories not wanting to call it Contra because of, you know, what was happening into the real in the real world with the uh, Iran Contra
1: scandal. Yeah, cuz it came out like a few weeks before and or after, well probably not and or after <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing breaking. Yeah. Ah, which is where like the, you know, that one of the, like the songs on the soundtrack for the original card is called Santanista, which is who the Contras were fighting. Yeah. So I don't know if they, they just liked the name Contra from the rebels and then it turned into a whole big shit show with us politics because they definitely distanced themselves from the name Contra for a while because you had super C and you had operation C
0: But then they just got right back
1: to well, it. You know, then, well, then no one cared anymore. You, yeah. you know, the, the news cycle wasn't as fast then as it is now.
0: Yeah, it wasn't 24 hours.
1: But it was still pretty fucking <laughs> quick enough that you could, you know, a few years later, no one gives, gives a shit.
0: So with Super C, you know, this being your, your first, uh, do you have like a special place in your heart for it? I do. I like, the, I like
1: it. it it's, it's a bit more, it seems more vibrant than Contra was. Color wise and it had like the, it has some of the imagery in it. Like I, I've been a long time since I played it, but I went back and kind of rewatched some gameplay. And like I remember, there's like the that weird like skull ship that's like covered in skulls and like little baby skull monsters come out of it. Like it's one of the Shit. bosses, and you have to and you have to kill all these little skulls with these tiny like flipper legs. It feels like Contra, and it's yeah. it's just a little different. But it but it's the you know it's like different levels of the same game as far as I'm concerned, and I will. I'll gladly play Super C anytime.
0: Yeah, I feel like I've played the first few levels a lot more than I've played through the rest of the game. Like, like, I didn't like it as a kid because it looked like the thing that I loved, but like I couldn't master it the same and I couldn't get 30 lives. And it was really frustrating. Like there's you have to do like a backwards Konami code, and I think you get 10 lives. But I've never
1: yeah, it's changed I've never really slightly. learned It's it. different. Like, I played Shattered Soldier earlier today, and it also has the Konami code, but it's changed slightly, and I could not fucking get it to work. I don't know if you have to do it. You might have to reboot it. Like, I didn't do it until after I got my ass whipped a few times and got back to the title screen, but I think uh, you might have to start the game fresh, because I can't uh, get it okay. to work. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, and in this game, there was no more, uh, like, 3D behind-you levels, but there were top-down levels, and I actually really like those levels when I'm playing them. I, I really enjoy the top-down levels of Super C. I think they're yeah. a lot of fun.
1: It, Operation C, the Game Boy one, had a bunch of that, too. Oh, yeah. I remember playing that years and years ago. Uh, but it had a lot of top-down levels. Yeah. have top-down bosses.
0: I've never played that. Apparently, it's on the uh, the Contra collection.
1: But but I found that out too late to actually play it. It's also... Playing Game Boy games these days is is kind of rough. Like, they're just very, very simple. I've heard
0: it's pretty good for for what it is like it sucks that there's no co-op but that it's you know kind of like a dumbed down version of super c yeah,
1: essentially i can see
0: that um i mean i remember like the only time i ever beat super c was in your parents garage probably when we were you know 20 or whatever when we were hanging out there 18 19 like yeah. post high school i remember me and kyle we're just like let's fucking do this. Like let's keep playing this game until we're good enough to beat it. And and that we was did.
1: on the console too. Like I don't think mm-hmm. we had any emulators. At that oh, point. no. Like that was the actual cartridge.
0: Yeah, and I it might it, mm, I don't think it was the projector, but I think it was when we had that TV right above the the wicker couch, like the same one that Kyle beat Punch Out on. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah.
1: We played a lot of video games on, the, oh <laughs> on that my couch. god, so much. That yeah. garage was full of video games and. Super pot, troopers, pot, pot, pot smoke, smoke. and and, uh, <laughs> and
0: spilled beer. I'm sure, stinky young men, and a foosball table. Oh yeah, yeah, and ping pong table for a long time too. Yeah, there was for a while. Yeah, yeah. that garage was badass. Yeah, and then your dad had to put a fucking office in there. At least he l- waited
1: till I left. Like it's true. Oh yeah, and there were fucking drum sets and yeah. amplifiers. No, and, they, 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 and a chest kinda, freezer with corn dogs. It kind of just they surrendered a two car garage to us. Wow, that's uh, true and like it's he carpeted. Be, he yeah, yeah. Like it was it was nice in there. We did
0: mushrooms in there. Yeah. I remember hanging out there the first time I did mushrooms and I, that man, I saw those those walls breathing.
1: Like looking back on it, like I understand why they did it. They're like our kids are going to drink and do drugs. I'd rather them do it here than anywhere else. And yeah. uh everyone took advantage of that. <laughs> yeah, It's
2: true. They're like
0: I don't want to deal with having to call the cops or an ambulance, but I would rather do that than have them be somewhere else when somebody needs to call yeah. the cops or an ambulance. Right, yeah. We, we know we're not going to trust Zach's mom to do that.
1: Yeah, because these kids are going to get into some shit. Yeah. So it's better they do it here. So yeah, that was nice. Oh, I don't want to deal with that when, when my kid's older. I don't want to give up my garage. That's a big thing. I got, I'm like I, I appreciate the sentiment of, like, I, 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 I can get like, yeah, if you're going to do it, do it here. That's fine. I just, uh, I like my garage. I don't want to fucking give that up. Yeah. For a bunch of kids to come play video games in and probably these days sit on couches and text each other
0: (laughs) yeah while they're in the same room (laughs) um okay so then in 1992 we got another milestone in contra 3 the alien
1: wars for uh for super nintendo yeah and they reissued it for game boy advance too oh really which would be cool because this game i like it I think it's a great Contra game. It feels right, except it's, you know, it's beefed up because it's Super Nintendo. So you got like parallax backgrounds and shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They were using that, like, what is it? Like the F7 chip or whatever it
1: was that they had in there. Yeah. And it's, it is a lovely looking game and, uh, it had some top down, Mm -hmm. top down levels, right? Yeah. Except they were, they were
0: like challenge levels where where you had like a map and you had to destroy like a certain number of dudes and turrets. I mean, this game was fucking fantastic. I, uh, to be honest, I don't think I've ever beaten it, but I fucking love this game. Like it's exactly what like a next gen sequel should be. Like it's everything I love, but with some additions to it that don't take away from the original, like, like they don't change something like, like when, when Bionic Commando Rearmed came out, it was fantastic. They updated the original, threw in some extra stuff, but you're still grappling around. And then Bionic Commando Rearmed 2 came out and now you can jump. And like, I didn't like the game.
1: Yeah, that's what your bionic arms for.
0: Yeah, it was really weird and dumb being able to jump, and it you know like it you can't make changes that take away from what you loved from the original, but this one just added to it. Like all of a sudden you had you know dual wield. You could you could store two uh, yeah, two special switch, start weapons. switching
1: between your specials. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you had bombs. You had fucking villains that that just looked gnarly and gross and that had like independent moving parts you know with like the the new uh the new graphic capabilities and i mean and the bosses were pretty rad too yeah like they looked they they just sorry that's what i meant by villains oh okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) villains (laughs) yes the bosses yes
1: yeah yeah they were they were more than just a like a collection of sprites
0: yeah Oh, speaking of which, real quick, if I could jump back to the level three boss that you were talking about that shoots out the shrimp the shrimp, and has the waggly arms. Yeah. That's probably my favorite boss in that in that game. He looks so fucking gnarly. I remember being a kid. Looks like a the queen alien. Yeah. I remember like, being a kid uh, and just being like, what the fuck? It's a building size alien. I mean, and, and it, it was definitely cooler than the fucking jumping karate fat robot and like the disappearing spaceship that you can kill in like four seconds if you have the spread or the door yeah <laughs> uh, sorry I mean, back to contra three unless you had something to say
1: about the contra bosses yeah well it's cool that you blow his head up and then like jump into his body like like yeah fuck yeah that's right that's where we're going, <laughs> we're going inside this alien yeah
0: he's our tunnel yeah and in, in contra three like you could also like they introduced climbing ladders and like monkey bars and like motorcycle levels you know a la Fucking battle toads and shit.
1: Yeah, and it had it. Had, didn't it have a boss where you had to like? Was it this one where it had the boss where you had to like jump from missile to missile and shoot at the boss? Was that this one? You're like you're I think hanging so. on a missile well, and you have to like shoot. I, him I like know the Shattered Soldier has that, and you have to. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's Shattered Soldier. It's like an homage to. Okay. I think it was this one. It's either this one or Hardcore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think it may be Hardcore because I think I saw the the girl doing it. In, in one of the videos I was watching.
1: Oh, yeah, because this one did not have a girl in
0: it. No, no, this one, you're, you're, back to, you're back to Bill. But yeah, I mean, watching these videos and doing research, like, I really want to go back and spend the time to beat these games. There was, oh, there was a boss in this where it's like where he comes up from below you and you're like hanging on something and like you can like grab onto like a propeller sort of thing and it like spins around and you have to shoot him from that. and it was, It's just, it, it added so such a new dynamic. Um, that was welcome, in my opinion. Yeah, um, but before we got to contra hardcore in 1994, we had another Nintendo outing, and this here is our first big yeah, stinker
1: because uh, they they changed the formula on for the formula. Yeah, the formula. <laughs> they, they changed the formula on it, and uh, yeah, I I didn't play this one much. Like I remember playing it on emulator a few times and thinking this is. Yeah, this isn't what I'm looking for.
0: Yeah, um, from what I understand, I, I only saw a brief mention of it, but this wasn't always planned to be a Contra game. I believe that. Yeah, and at the last second they sort of changed. It. I mean, it still has like the flipping mechanic, but it's so slow and it doesn't look or play like a uh like a Contra game, and you know, you're fighting human terrorists and you're now part of the C force, which has uh four people, none of which are named Lancer Bill. There is one person that I saw was named Bean, though. So that maybe there's your connective tissue. The
1: look of the game, it, like it looks more like a... It's weird because when it came out, it looks more like an early NES game. Like if, if mm-hmm. I was to look at... If you look at like an image of this game and you look at the original Contra, you'd think the original one came out later. Yeah. Because the graphics are... They're just kind of like blurry and the colors are... There's no black in it. Yeah, yeah. And the colors are very plain palleted, I guess like there's not a mm-hmm. lot of nuance. To there's anything. no texture. Yeah. It's yeah, just I very mean, simple.
0: It reminds me of two games and, and both of these games, it's not done as well as them, but it, but the look reminds me of there was a game called Rockin' cats that I played as a kid. And I, I mean, I doubt it ever made a big splash, but then also chip and Dale rescue Rangers.
1: Yes. Or like, yes. Yeah. It does remind me of chip and Dale rescue Rangers yeah. for sure. Which is just, it just, it's, it's not as, it doesn't look gritty at all. No. It looks cartoony.
0: Yeah, like bad dudes. So then we get to 1994's Contra Hardcore, the, the first and only uh, Contra game for the Sega Genesis.
1: And they made some fairly big changes on this one, but they're pretty cool. Yeah. You know what's weird is
0: when I went into this, like, okay, we know I was a Sega kid. Yeah. I had Genesis. I loved Contra. So of course I had Contra Hardcore as a kid, but, you know, it was very different. You know, for, for, you know, at least with like, there's no Konami code. All of a sudden you can be a man, a woman, a little robot or a A werewolf werewolf, with sunglasses. I think. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Like that's, that's hardcore.
1: Yeah. That's, that's awesome. I fucking love that. (laughs) But like
0: I had forgotten how much fun that game was. So all I had in my head was like, you know, like with Castlevania bloodlines, I was just like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you fucking with formula? This is weird. I don't like it. And then I was watching some, some gameplay footage of it and hearing people speak fondly about it and I was like, oh, wait a minute.
1: Oh, that's right. This game didn't suck. Yeah. Like, it's,
0: just, it's just different.
1: It's, I, I only played it on emulator, and it, but it, it still feels like Contra, but it, it it feels a little faster.
0: Yeah, it definitely has more of, like, like, what I saw a lot of people saying it made sense was a Gunstar Heroes vibe.
1: Okay, yeah, I can for, see For that. Genesis,
0: which, which, you know, a, a lot of people love the shit out of that game. Um, I've had A tough time with it in the past, but yeah, with, with hearing all the love for this game, it's, it's also on my list of things I want to go back and play, but I also remember it being like punishingly hard. It is
1: fucking hard, which I mean, that is, that's part of the Contra experience is that it's going to whoop your ass. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind if these games just fucking had an easy mode. So once I got really frustrated,
0: I could actually play through to the end. Well,
1: I mean, due to the legacy of the Konami code, thankfully though, most of them do include some sort of life cheat.
0: Yeah, I got to check I in on all of I don't know if
1: Hardcore did. Yeah, or Contra 3. I don't remember one for that either. Yeah.
0: But I think with, with Contra 3, they, they have like an options menu. Oh, you may even be able to adjust the difficulty, but I know you can adjust your the number of lives you have up to like seven or nine or something.
1: Do you want to take a break before we get into, I guess, the modern era once the shit started <laughs> getting 3D? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. <laughs>
4: Hello! Check out our podcast, Grand Rapidians Play Video Games. Every episode, we review a beer, talk about games we play, and recommend a podcast or something else. I'm Willie. I'm not your normal beer snob. I've been to more than 150 different breweries, but I always keep hams in the fridge. (laughs) I'm Ginger, and I am in the first Guinness World Record Book video game edition on the Tetris page. I'm Simon, and I can usually kick their butt in most video games. We drink while we record. <laughs> Fuck yes, we do. <laughs> find us wherever you find podcasts and enjoy.
0: Welcome back, man.
1: I did it. Welcome her back, John. Ooh. Oh.
0: Welcome-ist. Um Yeah, four years of that. World farts. <laughs> you know what? We've been, we've been doing this one tenth of my life. Oh, that's weird to think of it that way. Yeah. Not me, though.
1: Not yet. Uh, no, <laughs> more, I guess for me, it'd be more than one-tenth of my life, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and we're pretty close. I mean, it, we're still, oh no, today is, today, as of recording was the exact date of our first release, the day before my birthday.
1: Oh yeah, it's easy to remember it that way. I know the day I first had sex, because it was three days before my birthday, so like, I remember that date. Now, if it had been like in June, I totally would have forgot when it was, because yeah. it mattered. Yeah. I have no idea when the first time I, I had sex
0: was like what, or at least the date. Um, okay, so in 1996 we had the infamous Contra Legacy of War.
1: I have not played this because uh, I di- I didn't have a PlayStation. That's
0: right. You have these weird skips.
1: Yeah, yeah. I in did your video a, gaming, I didn't have a PlayStation. I had a PS2 and a PS3, but didn't ever have the OG uh, PS. I can't remember for sure. Like, I I don't think I knew anybody
0: who had this, but I feel like for some reason it was on like one of those Walmart, like play in the store things. Like, I feel like I, like I, maybe I didn't play it at all.
1: I've seen footage of it. It's like pseudo 3d. Yeah.
0: It's like a three quarter top down.
1: Yeah. Like isometric type thing. Uh, it didn't look, look like like conceptually, it didn't seem like it would necessarily be bad. Uh, but I could see it not feeling like Contra.
0: Yeah, it it seemed like like it wasn't too far of a leap for a Contra game. Like, hey, let's try this new technology in this way.
1: It looked like a dual stick shooter. It looked like a Contra themed Smash TV. Yeah, with you know, three D ish graphics. Yeah, but and that- I mean
0: they they were a bit a bit bigger too than Smash TV because like uh, not to skip ahead, but like Neo Contra in two thousand four yeah. was like straight up like Smash TV. And spoiler alert, that game was great.
1: I love dual stick shooters. I mean, like they feel different than Contra because Contra needs some platforming. That's just part of the formula. Yeah. Like you need to, you, know, you need to be able to jump. Yeah. Uh, and dual stick shooters don't really do that, but I adore dual stick shooters. So yeah. like, uh, I, I never played Neo Contra either. Uh, I don't know how I missed it. Really? Yeah. Oh man. But I saw a video of it. It looked lovely. There was yeah. like a weird baby cabbage boss. <laughs> and uh like it looked great and uh it looked fun i remember playing it just
0: once one afternoon at daniel's house and we, i believe it was daniel's it was either daniel's or my buddy chris but i remember just beating the entire thing in one afternoon like oh, it was shit. it was just one of those games yeah it was just one of those games where game. you yeah just run through just fucking i mean have a good time doing it there's nothing wrong with that yeah and it's it's different when 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 there isn't any platforming You know, like that one happened to be fun with Contra Legacy of War and uh, See the Contra Adventure, which were both put out by they were put out by by Konami, but developed by Appaloosa, who I don't know anything else they've done. You know, it just it wasn't it wasn't Contra. It it felt weird. It looks dumb watching the gameplay. I mean, in in like See the Contra Adventure.
1: That one at least looks like Contra. Like it's a side scroller.
0: No, not that one. That one that one was very much like uh, Legacy of War. And it's like behind, behind three quarter down.
1: So well, uh, I like I said, I never played either of these. I just kind of brushed up on like looking at them.
0: Yeah, I went I went through a little video of of the the game series is, but see, the Contra Adventure is is considered the worst.
1: Oh, was it really? <laughs> oh good, and, I can skip it then.
0: And it, it did like it did have like a cartoony um, like art style to the menus and stuff, and it seemed a bit more like. Bright.
1: This looks like butt. It's almost yeah. it's almost f- like third person.
0: Yeah. There was there was one for PlayStation 2 that came out that uh that had some side scrolling shit. I know you know about this one.
1: Oh fuck yeah. Shattered Soldier.
0: Holy shit. I remember when this game came out, like like having not played the last two, but just understanding, like I remember even seeing and in, seeing inside the video game case where I would always cruise by in Walmart in the electronics section, you know, behind the glass, just like legacy of war, even the case for it looked like fucking ass and just shattered soldier coming out promising a return to form
1: which i think they they on that promise that game is contra as fuck yeah you know what the premise is behind that
0: i mean did, I, I, did you did I played you watch it a bunch
1: and uh but no idea what the premise behind it was because there doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of plot involved it is ten thousand years later <laughs> Why not? And
0: uh, and Bill was sentenced to uh, to a cryogenic prison for killing Lance, way back in the day. Damn. Yeah. So he's been frozen. And Blood Falcon come comes out and uh, and is the big enemy terrorist organization. So they revive Bill to you know to take him on. And you know what the big twist is? Lance is the leader of Blood Falcon oh, somehow. Oh
2: shit!
1: Yeah.
0: Um. I mean.
1: Ooh, that's this, a good plot, honestly. Yeah. I, fucking, I like that. It works perfectly. <laughs> that fits that '80s fucking action movie sequel motif, flawless.
0: Yeah, thing. and and that that game, like I remember just loving the fuck out of it. Like I feel like it played a little more stiff than the original, but it but it yeah. made sense.
1: Like the you know, it's got PS2 graphics, so the graphics are much better. Yeah, it's got all the varied set pieces. It's got like tons of callbacks to. You know, previous levels and bosses and mechanics. Uh, one of the big differences in it is that it's got it, it, there, are, there are no power ups in the game. Like, you that's you right, have all the like you have three weapons to start with, and everyone has a special fire mode. So, you have your machine gun, you have like a grenade launcher that launches these grenades that like roll along the ground, and you've got a, like a flamethrower, not stupid swirly flame, like a legit flamethrower, and it's fucking rad.
0: Yeah. Oh, is the flame, is it in this game where you like, there's a level where you get picked up by like winged characters and you have to flamethrower yes. them to get dropped? Yeah. Yes. Do.
1: That's the first, that's in the first level. I think and that like, might also happen
0: in either three or hardcore. Yeah. Like it starts
1: know. with where you have like four stages and uh, each of them has like four bosses. So you've got like little mini bosses before you get to the big boss. Wow. Uh, but it's, it's cool because it's, you know, running through corridors and shooting the dude is kind of the... I, you know, if there is a least fun part of the game, that's probably it. Like like you were saying, if, if it was an hour long of running through corridors and shooting at dudes, that's not that fun.
0: Yeah. And one thing that I remember most, I mean, especially after watching a little bit of the gameplay is the gruesome bosses.
1: Oh yeah. That first boss is gnarly. I,
0: I don't remember. Is the first boss like the, like the top face with like the, with like the open skull below it.
1: It's like oh a, no, that's
0: the fish one.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a, it's a turtle that like shoots these weird bugs at you and, and like weird energy balls and then you blow its head up and it turns around and its butt is a giant human face that vomits like that's human bodies and body parts all over you.
0: That's right. And you have to like jump on like, you know, there's like a three level platform yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. And like the turtle was a throwback to Contra 3. Like the first boss on there. Yeah.
1: No, I, well, it's got the missile level, except you end up fighting like a giant water skating robot while you're hanging yeah, on to a missile. With the chains. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's solid. It's a good fucking game. I, I hadn't played it in a long time and I knew I had it my PS, I have my PS2 still. And I was like, I want to play that before we get on this. And it wouldn't work. And I was super bummed. So I had to open my PS2 up and clean it out. Like I cleaned all the dust out of it and cleaned the lens on the the player. Because I guess a lot of PS2s just don't play blue discs anymore. Weird. Wait a minute. That
0: happened with my PS2, actually. Yeah. It, I oh guess wait, no, never mind. It's not blue discs. My my PS2 won't play discs that have like a solid uh print on the top. Oh god, that's like, like all of printed them. label. There there are some that don't. And but like that's why I could never play God of War. I think I have your God of War. Oh, probably. It's, uh
1: <laughs> But, but yeah, like I looked, looked it up online and there's like a thousand solutions and most of them didn't work. Like putting tape on top of it and doing a few mm. things here. And like some people were saying it would rattle, but mine didn't rattle. I don't know. I pulled it apart, blew everything off, like wiped the lens off. And then like we, we played it with it open. Like there was didn't even have its enclosure on it. Anymore. Oh it just Sitting out in the open. Fuck it. And it ran fine. Like it, it's I, cause I wanted to make sure I could see the disc spinning and shit. And it did. And it worked. And I was like, all right, cool. And then I was like, fuck it. It's working. Let's play it now. And then I put it back together. I don't know if it still works, but it worked when it was taken apart. Is the PS3 backwards compatible? Some of the, only the original one, the big shiny one. I've got the second generation, but, but not the slim. And so it's not backwards compatible and it's bullshit. Hmm. I'll have you look at mine when you come over. Yeah. If it's big and shiny, then yes. I don't remember. It's if like... it's matte, then no. Uh, but yeah, play Shattered Soldier. That shit's good. And then I guess we already talked about Neo Contra. I don't know. Do you have anything else to talk about Neo Contra? That was another PlayStation two one.
0: No, I mean, it it has a Jim Lee cover that was in Jim Lee's lazy phase, but that's it. (laughs) No, then, then we go to the next gem Contra Uh, four for the DS in 2007.
1: Yeah, it is a solid contract. I remember playing the shit out of this long ago and I just, I reinstalled the ROM on my, on my, uh, Air DS quotes. cartridge that has ROMs. I don't remember what it's called. R. It's right here. What's it called? It's the, uh, the R4, but it's a cartridge. You can just load ROMs on with a micro SD card, mm-hmm. and uh, it's fucking great. It plays NES games and Super NES games and GBA games and DS games.
0: I'm so and, sad uh, I got rid of my DS Lite. Those yeah. things are fucking expensive now.
1: They're fucking amazing little consoles, and the they battery are. life on them is... Unfucking un-fucking-paralleled. It's amazing how long the batteries last Oh, on. wait a minute. Angelina's
0: got a DS Lite. What the fuck am I thinking? It was like It's just pink, so I don't want to use it.
1: It was like 20 bucks for this, and it came I'm with serious. the SD card, man. You should get it. And then you could load some games on? It came with, like... Like, it's not supposed to come with any games because that's illegal, but it did. It came with, like, Is it one of 228... those
0: things where it's got a bunch of fucking, like, rando, stupid games that I've never heard of? Yeah, but you could just delete them. Okay, well, you have the ability to put some games on? Yeah. It's got,
1: like 20 Pokemon games on it.
0: Fuck, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, Holy like, shit. I gotta make that many fucking Pokemon bathroom games. Bathroom time, just uh, Well, that's one way to get off my phone in the bathroom. <laughs> Still staring at a screen. Um, yeah, man. Like this game, I mean, it's been a number of years since I played it, but I had it for the DS back in the day. And it blew my fucking mind because it was exactly what I wanted out of a new Contra game, which was exactly what I got from Contra 3, which was the initial thing that i loved just a bit better this one had two screens like you reminded me of it has a grappling hook it has tons of different fucking weapons it's hard as shit
1: it actually uses the two screens is the cool thing like Mm -hmm. both screens are active and you can travel from one to the other and you see stuff like anything that's falling from the top one or shooting at you from the top one or the bottom one depending on which one you're on crosses over to the other one it's not like a lot of ds games where it's like here's the map down below, and it's like no fucking. You got two screens, utilize
0: or them. Or a stupid ass Zelda game that makes you control them with the lower screen with the it, stylus. Yeah,
1: fucking bullshit. It, nothing. I I need no games to use the stylus. The stylus yeah. could just go away. Um, uh, unless I get unless like I can draw dicks somewhere. Then that's the only use. That's the only proper use for the stylus is drawing crude penises.
0: Yeah, and one thing that I thought was cool because I never knew about about the um, the different versions of Contra, but like. I first heard about Probotector from this game because after you do like certain challenges or something, you can unlock playable pro- Probotector. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, know you that. can play as Probotector. Yeah. Otherwise, I, I would have no idea who that character is. And did, I would like figured, unlock
1: it. And you're like, who the fuck is Probotector?
0: I figured it was it was uh, a a Japanese version. I was like, oh, so Contra in Japan was Probotector. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah.
1: Japan robots. robots. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's right up their alley. <laughs>
0: But yeah, I mean that game was. Oh well, you fought the Black Viper. But that <laughs> there it is. Um, that game was was exactly what you wanted out of a Contra game. Like for any retro Contra player, like it it had it. Oh man, back to like weird preferences. Like I wonder how many people out there are just like fucking Legacy of War and the Contra Adventure are fucking it, man. I don't yeah, understand I don't know how people why play people that like, old garbage. Yeah,
1: there, I, there's at least a few of them. Well, that's bizarre. Yeah. The only thing that I that I I had a hard time with this game at least initially and you get kind of used to it is like the size of all the the bullets and stuff. Like proportionately, they're a lot bigger. Yeah. than they are in the original game, but you know, mostly it's just cuz the form factor. Like you it's built to be played on this like 3-inch screen. Yeah.
0: Yeah, cuz I mean, it's still difficult on a giant TV to see the bullets sometimes in the original contra.
1: Yeah, and if they'd made them the size like proportionate to the bodies of the original, you would have never seen them on this screen. You would have been completely fucked. It'd have to be like a, neon green. Yeah. And that would look stupid. Exactly. So they, they kind of upscale, you know, everything's, you know, a little poofy, but uh, it's for a, a reasonable reason. So I'll, I'll, I'll let them slide on that. Uh, apparently Contra 4 was never released in Europe. So the Probotector crowd didn't even get to enjoy playing as Probotector.
0: The latest the latest edition of Probotector, their favorite game from childhood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, and then 2008, we had Contra Rebirth for the WiiWare. And uh, in that one, you're fighting the Neo Salamander Force. where And uh, Bill and... Uh, ooh, I don't know the name. Uh, it's like a Japanese name, but Autocorrect changed it to Yahoo, which I know it is not. It's like ya- the salamander ya- dude? Yakmu or Yaku. Um, because you can play as a salamander oh, really? in that game, I oh, think. Oh, is that what that was? Maybe I was looking down taking notes. But you get sent back in time and uh, to fight somebody. Back
1: in time to what? Like 45, 72 or something? <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> the shit. The timeline of this game is quite expensive. <laughs> um, <laughs> when the salamanders invaded Earth, remember?
0: Yeah. and Well, and this one looks a whole lot like Contra 3 from what I saw. Yes, it does. And from uh, yeah, I,
1: I, I had never played this one, which is weird because I had a Wii and I would have played the shit out of this. I don't, I I never really looked at WiiWare. Yeah. I know like uh Willie from the Rapidians is always talking about like he, you know, he had a ton of WiiWare games that he played. Yeah. And he was bummed because I guess they shut it off. Like, like yeah, if, yeah. so if you didn't have your games and you didn't have them downloaded, you're you're boned now. I guess a bunch of the r- world records that he holds was from WiiWare games. Probably because not a lot of people played them.
0: So. <laughs> Oh, that's not to, to downgrade his, uh, his skills.
1: Oh, no, no. I'll <laughs> my ass at most games.
0: And then we had Hardcore Uprising for the uh, Xbox 360.
1: Yeah, and PlayStation 3. I never played this, but I saw some videos. Game looked pretty fucking you cool. You never played it? Oh, no.
0: I think this is when you were in Texas or, or New Orleans or Florida. Oh, uh, 2011.
1: Yeah, I was. Yeah. I yeah. wasn't around.
0: I remember playing this at Kyle's place uh, one time. And like, we started playing this game. They were like, okay, this looks this looks like it could be cool. We're playing. I'm like, wow, this plays an awful lot like Contra. And then all of a sudden you're getting like spread and fucking laser and machine gun. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how are they getting away with this? And I was like, Oh, this is Konami. And I was like, this is badass that this is a Contra game that isn't using the Contra name. Yeah,
1: like they're not even fucking with it.
0: Yeah. And that that was fucking wild. And if you look at the story, like it's it has nothing to do with the Contra Force. Like it takes place 20 years before the uh, the first game and you're fighting an enemy called the Commonwealth. This game also was super hard and I haven't gotten anywhere near beating it. And when I was watching some video footage of it, I was like, there's a lot of shit I have not seen in this game and I would like to play it.
1: Yeah, it looked cool. Like looking at like the laser actually looked like it might be useful because it like bounces around and shit. Oh yeah. And then there was some sort of, maybe it was the spread, but there, it was like, it looked like, you know, the set, your blaster to stun from Star Wars where like the like, little circles go out instead of, like, oh, the but uh, yeah, it, it looked neat. I no, I'd we should play it. it.
0: I mean, and there were, there was something about it where like, it seemed like a
1: tall metal slug. I can see. Yeah. Cause metal slugs very stumpy.
0: Yeah. And, and like, there's something about like Contra, you the, the, the characters are usually like pretty far away. Like they're small on the screen and there's a lot happening. This one, I felt like like you were, it was closer up on the characters, you know, just from the, the viewpoint. But I enjoyed it. It was a surprise.
1: I'm down to check it out. And then I guess finally, we have the redheaded stepchild of the Controverse that I've never played and uh, don't care to play, Contra Rogue Corp, which is a first-person shooter. Oh, or, is that what it was? A third-person shooter, because yeah. you can see your guy. Fuck off, not interested, not Contra.
0: Oh really? Third person? Like I, I, from what I saw, I thought it was top down. Well, oh, no. fuck it.
1: It's it's straight up third person shooter. Wow. Like Gears of War style.
0: Yeah, and and it's supposed to be like a, a straight sequel to Contra Three, but apparently it doesn't pull it off very well. But in the story, it's supposed to be you're you're in like the, the post apocalyptic city of the
1: story. Yeah, like like anyone <laughs> plays these games for the story. It, it, is anyone aware of? The Contra lore. Yeah. I mean, my, <laughs> who cares? My, Show up, kill alien.
0: My notes on this game consist of two years after C three top down. Apparently, it sucks. That's all I got.
1: You know, maybe there's some top down stuff in it. I don't know. But the footage I saw was you know, like a guy defending a generator from little aliens, and it was very much I believe third you third person. And uh, just I looked at it and said, nope. <laughs> well, and there is
0: actually one more. There's a Contra return for Android phones.
1: Oh yeah, that, um, I heard that, about that. It was uh, apparently
0: a remake of the original, which the first level of every single Contra game may as well be a remake of the original because there's always that, that fucking, or, or even in the city of Contra 3, like there's always that first boss. Yeah, where it's the wall with the guy on top and then, you know, the, the cannons and the, the big button you have to shoot a bunch.
1: It might be my own personal hell to have to play a Contra game on a phone. That sounds virtual controls. Absolutely fucking miserable. Unless like if I had a controller that I could like, and I do have one that I can Bluetooth to my phone, like an Xbox controller and Mm -hmm. play that normal. That might be fine. But, uh, trying to play Contra or any other like precision game like that with fucking virtual controls on the screen. Fuck off. Not it. Yeah. No, I played,
0: I played through Sonic and that was a pain, but like, I can only imagine Contra. I would die so fast. That'd like if horrible. I could play on like my iPad here, if I could download it onto my iPad and you know, have a, have a controller.
1: Perfect. Yeah. It's a screen. I, yeah, I've got an Xbox controller with a thing where my phone mounts on it and I can hold it. Nerd. And, uh, yeah, I got it to play Minecraft cause playing Minecraft with fucking virtual controls also sucks. Balls. I
0: would imagine. I think it'd be nice to have some touchscreen like menu things when you're trying to select your shit. Cause that's a yeah. pain in the ass. On a like, con-
1: yeah, absolutely. But actually playing the yeah. game, no things like like you can you can get Symphony of the Night on your phone and play it with virtual controls. Like f- fuck off, <laughs> no fucking no. way. No, I am not interested in that at all.
0: So there's one thing that was that's still slated to come out in 2022. That uh, that I tried finding it and apparently it's not selling anywhere. But there's a Contra board game. There are reviews out for that, but I did not. Do I, I didn't have time to do research on that, but apparently it's happening, and the box
1: looks cool. What's yeah, that's, what, that's its selling point. Yeah Because clearly the game mechanics are going to be nothing like the actual game, so like what yeah, what kind of game is it do you know? I you don't know. know anything about it.
0: I, I heard, he said a sentence or two about like avoiding things, and
1: there are reviews out there, though. Interesting. I'd give it a shot, but I, I wouldn't expect it to be contra in anything further than skin. Yeah, be like, it'd be like you know contra monopoly yeah like sure why not like there's everything else monopoly why not have contra monopoly
0: um all right let's get into some structure which to be honest i don't have a whole lot of because like favorite use in pop culture i don't have any other choice but to but to pick my favorite game because there there's there's no serial there's no comics there's no animated series is yeah
1: contra never made it out I mean, I guess there's a board game,
2: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah.
1: but I mean, other than that, i never really made it out of its bubble, which, you know, when you were talking about the plot for, what was it Shattered Soldier? Yeah. I would totally watch that anime. If there was the Contra anime and it started with, you know, the whole Lance Bill fallout and then went into the fight and you find it like, holy shit. 100%. That would be solid gold. I would watch the shit out of that. Uh, but no one's done that,
0: so uh, I guess... Get to it, Castlevania slash Masters of the Universe Revelations crew.
1: Yeah, Castlevania folks specifically. I mean, I guess the same animation yeah. crew, but like... yeah, you know. Not writing. Let's get... Uh, what are those, the brothers that did Castlevania? I can't remember their name. Something with a D.
0: I just go straight to the Stranger Things
1: Duffer brothers. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's other brothers with D that's not that. The Dwayne
0: brothers. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, brothers Dwayne.
1: Well, yeah, if, if they came out with a Contra series, I would watch the shit out of it. Yeah. And you know what? While we were talking, I totally
0: thought of my favorite uh, uh, use in pop culture. Me too. Oh, no. Oh, is it the same, same thing? It better not. Be. Oh, it's a thing, huh? It might be. It's a gift that I got from my friend, uh, or our friend, John Brewer. Do you know what I'm saying? Is it the same thing? I have one of those as well, but that's not yeah. what I was thinking. It is a Nintendo cartridge shaped flask why why'd you have to fucking one up me there why'd you have to big time me there i'm gonna cut it out i didn't you motherfucker well it's (laughs) gonna bleed through gosh damn it no but uh it it is it's the cover of contra basically and it says contraband on it and you can unscrew the little uh in the little notch in the cartridge and drink from it
1: have you ever done it i feel like i have yeah i think i have
0: because it came with a little little funnel too yours didn't the one that i the one that i gave you
1: yeah 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 the one you gave me was castle vodka no that's not
0: I gave you a Zelda one.
1: Oh, I do have a Zelda one as well. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I don't remember what that one I, I didn't know was. about
0: Castle Vodka. I don't know
1: what the clever pun on that was, but yeah, I have a Castle Vodka. I don't one think as well. there
0: is a pun a pun on the Zelda it, one.
1: It's just as yeah, it's the gold cartridge. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, the Castlevania one's Castle Vodka. Oh, I, I didn't know you had that. Pretty clever. Whoops.
0: Maybe I shouldn't have taken like over a year to give it to you.
1: That's a good favorite use in pop culture. Yeah,
0: I'm glad that came to me.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> I'm that. really
0: glad that came to me. Uh, <laughs> now you're on the spot.
1: Mine also came to me while you were talking and uh, I'm just going to go. With it. It's a, uh, it's metal slug like metal slug wouldn't exist without Contra having existed beforehand.
0: i had considered that.
1: Like it is absolutely playing on the formula that Contra created and it does well. Like it, it's a very different feel to Contra, but I also love me some metal slug. It's Coke and Pepsi. Yeah, like like they, they are both
0: tasty and, and they exist to feed each other.
1: And they both do what they do really well.
0: Yeah. And Metal Slug didn't ever try to reinvent themselves. So they stayed consistent for what? Like seven, eight, nine games. They are all the exact same game. Yeah.
1: Like they, they, they,
0: they just, just added some vehicles at some point.
1: Yep. Yeah. You'd hop into like a little mech or you'd, uh, yeah, you know, it was just like the goofier looking, you know, more cartoony, uh, version of Contra without, you know, with, uh, Nazis instead of aliens or, or fake Nazis. I don't think they were actually Nazis. They had that like little black cross thing. But they were pretty much Nazis. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like an iron cross sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Nazis slash cold war Russia.
1: Like you're rescuing all the POWs and they, yeah. they walk around all fucking weird.
0: Well, and they, and they like, like the, the beard dudes would hold up striped underpants and then pull them away. And there's a treasure there for you or yeah. something.
1: That's weird. It is weird. Like, where were they storing those yeah. shotgun? blasts
2: yeah, grenades <laughs> yeah, again, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, they should have used that while they were tied up yeah i
0: had thought and forgot about that that's solid um do you have a uh
1: one word review uh yeah i do my one word review for contra is son of a bitch motherfucker piece of shit that is one word and i i have said it a lot while playing contra games over the years because <laughs> this game is fucking hard yeah and uh it just kicks your ass over and over and over and over again. And uh, I love it. I guess I'm, I'm a bit of a masochist when it comes to this game. Like, I'm perfectly fine. play. Like, I think Odin and I this morning played the first level of Shattered Soldier 20 times. And almost beat it. We did never actually beat it. What the fuck? <laughs> just, we just kept getting our asses whooped. Oh, wow.
0: You have more patience than i do because i mean you know i hadn't even thought of it that way but like i couldn't come up with the right word to to you know like oh magical or oh very special but yeah i think i think i'm totally going to ape your your uh sentiment and say fuck yeah because like i i don't i don't spend that much time getting angry over and over again like i i i turn the game off Like if 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 I'm fucking up, but, but with me, it's like earlier I was playing on a, uh, on like a just random off-brand system, you know, where, where it comes with two wireless controllers and plug and play. Yeah. And this control, I swear I'm, I, I have no reason to make this up. This controller was fucking up. (laughs) Like, like for real, I'd be sitting there pressing the fire button and he would stop shooting. I, he would start running to the side on his own. I replaced the batteries, and then it worked fine. Um, they must have just been going dead, but it was it was driving me bonkers. But like, I can be playing this game and doing really well, and no matter what, or, or I mean, sorry, not even doing really well. But like, the first time I die, it's always like fuck because I want to not die more than anything else when I'm playing this. I want to get farther than I've ever gotten in my entire life in this game every single time I play this game and the first death always pisses me off because it's like now I'm not going to beat the game with three lives. It's not going to happen.
1: Now it's not perfect anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So when we got to the point where like we were getting through the first because Shattered Soldier has like a midpoint that you can start from on your continues and we could get to that without losing any lives and and most of the time when I'm cursing it's because I did something stupid. It's not because like the game like you know it's that snow level whereas there's that weird snake thing that's like jumping around. It has an absolutely predictable pattern. It does the exact same thing. I mean,
0: aren't you like snowboarding down yeah. towards the bottom of the screen? Yeah, it's extreme.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's, Probably wearing sunglasses. <laughs> yes. But, uh, but yeah, it's fucking, it does the exact same thing every time. Super predictable. And I'd still fucking put myself right where it was going to land or right where it was going to pop out and be like, you motherfucker, you know, that's the pattern. It's the same thing It's done the last five times. You've done this." <laughs> Fucking get, you know, get good, noob. Yeah, like, if this was, was my kid out.
0: doing this, I would be giving him shit. I was giving
1: him shit even after I died. <laughs> <laughs> like a couple times, he lasted longer than me. And like, well, yeah. be like what the fuck, man?
0: Yeah, you're, you're like, I, <laughs> I, I, you saw me dying. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. have no excuse. Did you,
1: didn't you learn? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's hard, but it's rewarding. Yeah. It's less rewarding when you cheat. Hmm. But uh, I don't
0: have a problem with cheating.
1: Well, I, I have to do it because I, like I said, I've never beat this game with, you know, I've never beat the first control without cheating. So yeah. like, that's the only way I get through it. Like, I'm just, I'm not that good. And well, I'm yeah, I'm kind of okay with that. And that's the thing. Like, not everybody considers
0: the challenge to be the fun part. Like, I want to run through and play this as if it's an arcade game and I've got unlimited quarters, Yeah, which is what the 30 lives gives me. Like, it gives me 10 games worth of lives. And that's, that's all I want out of a game. I just want to play it. Like it it used to piss me off when, when I would play, like, I remember Golden Axe did this, where if you played on easy mode, it would end the game early and be like, play on a harder difficulty to get farther in there. I'm like, fuck you motherfucker. Like I bought this game just the same as anyone else. If you're going to give me an easy mode, let me get to the end of the fucking game in the mode I want to play it on. Like you don't have to fucking give me shit. You're not gaining anything from this. I don't want to get better.
1: Yeah, they're yeah, they're just fucking shaming you yeah. for playing on on the low g- difficulty. Yeah, they're is, just being assholes, which is not cool. Like, I, like I've got a hundred and twenty hours into Elden Ring now, and uh, I fucking love that game. But it is, it, it I mean, it is an ass, it, it's an ass kickathon. And like every boss, well, not every. Some, occasionally, you beat one on first try, but usually, you go in and you get your ass kicked a few times, and you figure out the pattern, and then you beat them. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I I love that. shit. Like I love the challenge, and it's like super rewarding when you finally fucking get in there and whoop their ass and you're like fuck yeah
2: yeah
1: and so like i get a bit of that out of contra as well like where you know you figure out the level and you can just fucking breeze through it Um, yeah you know the first game i've got fucking memorized yeah by and large i know exactly what's coming
0: i think i die more often from like accidentally pressing like duck and to the side instead of just duck so i just like run pointing my gun down as a bullet hits me
1: it's stupid mistakes at that point. Cause yeah. you know what's coming. Like yeah. nothing's going to surprise you. So, and then that's where we got with like the first level. Like I had it memorized. I knew exactly where it was. Like we get through the beginning flawlessly because it was like, like how did I die on this the first time? This is, fucking, this yeah. is easy as fuck. But, like yeah. you know what it's going to do. It is just a uh, very uh, cathartic game. Yeah. You just go fucking shoot a bunch of shit. It's act a, little like friend. a badass and uh, be a hero. Yeah.
0: Um. Well, thank you folks for running and gunning with us today. You already heard my business up top, so weird. It's up to Ben. <laughs>
1: uh, if you liked today's episode, uh, why don't you head on over to Apple Podcast or Podchaser and uh, give us a five-vile red Falcon review. Uh, we've got uh, swag at Uh We are part of the Geekly Grind podcast network. We've got a Discord. Uh, there's just all kinds of stuff going on. And our theme song is cruising for goblins by kevin mcleod of incompetech.com until next time
0: congratulations you've destroyed the vile red falcon and saved the universe you should consider yourself a hero